Hello and welcome back to the Steph Gordon Show. Guys, this weekend is my hen's party. So if you're listening to this podcast and I am still alive, then yes, I survived. I am actually really, really nervous. It's so funny when you're planning somebody else's hens, it's just so much fun. But the minute that it's yours, oh my God, it's terrifying. So I'm so excited. I know absolutely nothing about it. Everybody has kept it absolutely top secret, including Tim. So I have no idea what is happening, but all I know is that I'm going to be surrounded by my best girlfriends and we're going to have such a beautiful time. I know it's at my home, so I am organizing cleaners for the following day because I am not cleaning up after that party, but that is what is happening in my world right now. We are two weeks after our incredible Bali retreat and I'm really chatting with the girls at the moment about all of the huge action that they have been taking. It's funny what an immersive experience can do. It really forces you to see the big picture and to dream bigger than ever before. But then when you come back to real life, it's like you actually start putting that stuff into place so much faster. So we're seeing such massive wins. Today's episode, I wanted to touch on why your marketing isn't working. Because like what happens and what I know happens so much and we see it with our clients, we see it with people who are potential clients who are dropping into our DMs all the time. You'll have cycles where you'll be marketing all the time and then you'll probably get a bit of interest or you know a few sales or a few leads or whatever it might be. And then you go fully into servicing those clients and then you lose momentum, you lose that consistency of showing up online. And then all of a sudden you find yourself with not enough leads, not enough sales and that really inconsistent seesaw income, which we obviously don't want to have in business. So today I want to talk to you about the three main problems that I see with people's marketing and how you can overcome them and identify what the actual problem is. Because I feel like marketing is just such a big, varied, general term, and it can be really hard to understand what exactly is broken and at what stage of that customer journey that we're actually dropping the ball. Because somewhere between sales, between marketing, between lead generation, between lead nurture, that's where it's falling down for you. And that's what I want to be able to help you identify is what section is it that it's actually falling down so that you can put things in place to mitigate that. First of all, when we talk about marketing and when I ask a lot of my clients, like they're saying they want new clients, they want more sales. And I say, cool. My first question is, what are you doing for marketing right now? And most people will say something along the lines of I'm posting on social media. And that's great. But honestly, that's got to be your baseline. Like every single business should be posting consistently on social media. That's it. At a very baseline, that's your very base level of marketing. But the next step up and the only it's only a slight step up from there is not add more stuff. It's not do more stuff. But instead, it's actually just analyze the stuff that you're already doing. So when was the last time that you actually dove into your analytics on your social media and had a look at what posts, what content, what stories your audience are loving? And then every single month, produce more of that content. So what we do is we look back at the previous month, we look at all of the content that you guys loved, and then we create more content like that for the following month so that we can make sure that we're giving you what you want. It's probably less about what you want to post on social media and more about solving your audience's problems. And that's what we really want your focus of your marketing to be about. 
I would also say that if you're in a slump in your marketing, it takes about four to six weeks. We recommend a four to six week cycle for things to actually improve in your marketing or for things to actually work and to land for your clients. So if you're in a slump right now and you're not getting any leads, you're not getting any inquiries, you're not getting any sales, I'd probably take a look at what you were doing four to six weeks ago because if you weren't showing up then or if you were busy or if you were inconsistent or if your marketing message was off or if you just weren't showing up altogether, that will be really affecting you now. But if you start doing the work now and you show up consistently, and I'm going to help you out with some tips today, but if you start doing the work now in four to six weeks time, you're going to be so thankful that you did because that's when it's really going to start paying off. So my first tip here is really to make sure that you are speaking to and doing an audit of your ideal client. Now, I know this sounds so fluffy and I talk about it a lot. And the reason I talk about it a lot is because I'm so friggin' passionate about getting this right for your business. Because if you're able to identify the one person that you're trying to help, and I promise you there's millions of them, but if you're trying to identify the one person that you want to help and you're able to go really deep, not wide, but deep on their problems, truly understand one to two of their problems and then position your offer, position your genius as a solution to those one to two problems, that is when your life, your marketing, your offers, your going to become the go-to, everything is going to get easier for you from there. So when was the last time you actually checked in and audited your ideal client? If you've been in business for a little while, it's probably a really good time to check back in. Is this person still the right person? Am I still targeting the right audience? What problems are they facing now? Like, you know, the landscape has changed. Life has changed. It's getting more fast-paced. They're getting more marketed to. They're getting more overwhelmed. So what problems are they facing right now, as in today? And then what solutions are you actually offering? Because your solutions should range from free, so free lead magnets, free offers, free downloadables, free support, free checklists, all the way through to your highest offer package. You should have multiple ways of being able to engage with and interact with your audience from free all the way through to your highest package. So I really recommend doing a bit of an audit on your ideal client. Who is she? Where is she right now? What problems is she having at the moment that you might be able to solve? Okay. And then in order to identify why your marketing isn't actually converting to sales and what the real problem is right now, I recommend breaking it down like this. So there's three sections. It's if you're struggling to get leads or inquiries, or if you're getting leads and inquiries, but they're not converting to sales conversations, or you're having sales conversations, but they're not converting into paying clients. These are the three sections. So if you're struggling to get leads or inquiries, it's probably one of three things. So the first thing is your marketing message. It could be that the message that you're using, that the language that you're using, that the pain points that you're speaking to are just not landing for your audience. They're not resonating. They're not feeling it. And it's not building that no like, and trust. So if you're struggling to get people to put their hand up and say, hey, I'm kind of interested or I'd love to download your stuff, it could be that your marketing message is off. So it's well worth looking at your marketing message. The second thing is it could be your offer. So are you actually solving a problem for them that they are willing to pay for to have solved, okay? Is it an offer that is a heck yes for them that's like, I am absolutely 110% going to drop everything to do this offer because it's so good and I can't miss out. So it could be that your offer isn't actually positioning to solve the problem in a way that they need it to be solved. So checking in, it could be a marketing message, it could be your offer, or 
It could be your audience size or your audience, okay? Now, I don't believe that you need to have a big audience to make sales. I really don't because when I had a really small audience, I was still able to grow a six-figure business. I don't believe there's your audience size. However, it could be the size of the audience on your social media that are actually likely to buy from you. And what I really encourage you to do is, and we have daily growth tactics that we recommend, is to sit down and actually start actively growing your audience with people who are your ideal clients, people who are actually going to want to buy from you. And it's really simple. It takes me 10 minutes a day to find these people on social media. But If you haven't got an engaged audience, if they're the wrong people, then of course, you're not going to be getting any leads and inquiries because people aren't going to be resonating with your content, okay? So if you're struggling to get leads or you're struggling to get inquiries, it could be three things, your marketing message, your offer, or it could be that your audience isn't the right audience or the size of the audience that you've got right now is just not big enough to be able to generate the leads and engagement that you need. If you're listening to this pod, I'm guessing you are great at what you do. But babe, tell me, are you constantly struggling to find new clients and stressing every single month about how much money is actually going to land in your account? The actual method behind this is something that I've been sharing in intricate detail in a new program that I've just launched called the Million Dollar Instagram Marketing Machine, which is a four-week live program taking clients behind the scenes on how I use Instagram as my only sales funnel, exactly how we have created million-dollar content million-dollar stories like this, how we have created million-dollar DM conversations and those daily tasks that we do to create a million-dollar audience. This new program contains information and strategies that I've never shared before and has five bonus trainings, including how to grow your network and net worth, the scarcity rule book, so how to ethically create scarcity, and the DM deep dive, so exactly how to have those DM conversations that convert to dollar-dollar bills and so much more. This is everything that I have done to create a million dollar business using one marketing channel and sales funnel. And I'm showing you exactly how it works. And it's four weeks live with me. For my podcast listeners, it's 50% off. You can get the link in the show notes below. It starts on the 29th of September. There are limited places available. So get in quickly. Maybe you're getting leads, but they're not actually converting to sales conversations. So if you have people that are putting their hands up, voting in your polls, engaging with your staff, telling you they like your stuff, downloading your lead magnets or your downloadables, but they're not getting to that point where they're like, hey, I'm kind of interested in your offer. Let's talk about it. Then it's probably one of two things. So it could be your lead nurture or it could be your marketing. Okay. So let's dive into the lead nurture. When we generate leads, we don't just immediately convert them to sales, right? It's very unlikely for a lead to drop in and find you on Facebook or follow you on social media and then automatically become a sale. It's very, very unlikely. Leads need to be nurtured. They need to have the know, like, and trust built up. And so you need to have a process for nurturing these new people that come along to your platform, which is why before I was saying that you need to be able to offer solutions in a range of prices from free to your highest package. And the free stuff is really where we're going to be able to nurture our leads, okay? So the free stuff is really where you're going to be able to show your expertise, show them that you've got what it takes to be able to solve their problems, give them some quick little wins and let them realize that you actually know your shit and you know what you're talking about, and then eventually nurture them across the line to have a sales conversation so that we can convert them into a a client that's going to work with us, right? 
So I'd love for you to have a think about and reflect on, okay, do I have a process for nurturing my leads? Am I reaching out to them? Am I starting conversations with them? Am I sending them free stuff? Am I offering them free support? Am I having any kind of conversation or offering them any level of support at all? And if I'm not, then that's probably why you're not getting leads that are converting into those sales conversations. So number one is lead nurture. Number two is your marketing. And what I mean here is it could be that you're getting these leads, but that your marketing is attracting the wrong kind of leads. Okay. And this kind of goes back to the first one. If you're getting leads and inquiries, but you know, they're budget shopping or they're just really not the right fit, then potentially your marketing needs to change somewhat and your messaging needs to change somewhat to actually attract in those clients that are really, really hot to work with you. And when we look at this, what I want to look at it from the perspective of is like the buyer's journey. So thinking about you know, are they aware of the problem that they have right now? Are they aware of the other solutions that are on the market, not just yours, but the other opportunities and other competitors that you have in your market? Are they at the stage where they're, you know, ready to buy? Are they like, I'm ready to have this problem solved? Or are they still in the research phase of their problem? And then obviously, then we get to the buying stage, which is like, okay, how do they know that you're the right fit for them, right? And so when we look at all of those stages of the, you know, lead generation, lead nurture cycle, we want to make sure that we have something for every stage. Because if they're in the research stage, we want to make sure that we have free content for them to consume that's going to feed their research, that's going to feed their most frequently asked questions. There's a really cool website called, I think it's Answer the People, and it actually gives you all the questions that people are researching about your topics. So you can go online and have a look at, you know, for example, business coach and all the questions that people are asking on social media, on Google about business coaches. And then you can start to answer some of those questions through FAQs, through cheat sheets, through downloadables, through your content online, so that when these people do land on your page and they are at that stage, of wanting to, you know, get to know you a little bit more, research what's around, research what the solutions to their problems are, you have all that information to be able to warm them up, okay? So if you're getting leads but they're not converting into sales conversations, it's probably one of two things. One, you don't have anything in place to lead nurture or two, you're marketing to the wrong audience and that you need to shift your marketing message to actually attract your ideal client, which means going back to your ideal client and getting really clear on what their problems are. And then number three is you might be getting people to have the sales conversation, but they're still not converting. And if that's the case, then it's one of three things. It could be your sales process, which I'll have to do another episode on because it's a huge, huge conversation on its own. It could be your offer. It could just not be a heck yes offer. It's not value stacked or it's not communicated in a way where they can truly see the value in the offer or the offer is just not a heck yes, or the price point is somehow wrong or or out of alignment, or it could be the ease in which they can buy from you. So if you're making them jump through 30 hoops, they have to send you an email and then you have to email back and then you, you know, emailing backwards and forwards, trying to lock in a time to, you know, book in with them to have a conversation. And it's all just really hard. That is going to put a lot of barriers in the way of your client wanting to work with you and buy from you. If you are at the stage of having a sales conversation, you need to make it like a one to two step process to purchase from you. So if you're getting people to the sales conversation stage, but they're not converting to paying clients, it's one of three things, the sales process, the offer, or the ease in which they can buy from you. So 
my advice right now, regardless of what section you're at, to go back to your ideal client. And we call them hot buttons. And this is really where you start to identify what are the pain points of that client? What are they deeply, deeply worried about? What do they desire more than anything? Really going back to the hot buttons and within our Purpose and Profit Mastermind, this is something that we cover off in great length. And this is why I really think that a lot of our clients have massive success because we get them really crystal clear on the problems that they're solving for their clients. And then we help them craft marketing messages and offers that actually solve those problems. And I think that's why, you know, honestly, that's probably why we get the biggest results for our clients within Purpose and Profit Mastermind. But Go back to your ideal client, look at their hot buttons and make sure you know the exact problem that you're solving and how it's going to change their damn life because it is. The second thing would be do an audit of your social media and your website and then make sure that this message that, you know, it's going to change their life and that their pain points are being solved and that you are very, very clear on the problem that you're solving is actually reflected on your website and across all of your social media platforms. And then number three, I would give you the advice of just know your point of difference and know where you sit in the market. So for example, if you have an offer and it sits, you know, at a price point of let's say $10,000 and that's slightly above the average for your market, you have to know where you're sitting in the market and then you have to know how to position yourself. So if you are positioning yourself at the higher end of the market, then girl, your sales process is going to have to be more high end. Your skill set's going to have to be more high end. You're going to have to be able to explain your point of difference. If you're sitting in the low end price point of the market, you're probably finding that sales are coming quite easily and very freely for you because when we price ourselves at the low end of the market, there's less barriers, right? Regardless of where you're at in your market, you have to be able to identify your point of difference. Why would someone choose to work with you over somebody else, over one of your competitors? Why would somebody choose to work with you because of your experience, because of your background? What is it specifically about you and your knowledge that's going to solve their problem in a unique way that's going to either collapse time or collapse pressure for them so that they can actually get the result faster? and sooner and with more ease because that's what they're looking for. So if you're looking to get out of this crash and burn cycle that your marketing is in right now, you have to be able to identify which section of your marketing is actually falling down. So it could be that you're struggling to get leads or inquiries. It could be that you're getting the leads, but they're not converting to sales conversations, or it could be that you're having those sales conversations, but they're just not converting to paid clients, identifying which stage of that you're at. And then I've given you in this podcast, you can go back, you can pause it, you can write notes, but I've given you two to three tactics within each of those sections that you need to look at specifically to be able to fix your leaky marketing bucket. Guys, I hope you loved this episode today. That's it from me, beautiful. Have a wonderful day. Babe, thank you for tuning into today's episode. It means the absolute world to have you here with me. If you want more, head to the show notes below to check out our latest free resources, along with the exclusive link for podcast listeners to book in a free 15-minute strategy session to find out how you can boom your biz.